Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Featured AMA Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. <laughs> and today we are talking about Whisper of the Heart, which was a collab choice considering the fact that we uh, watched the spinoff before this yeah. uh before this but honestly it it doesn't matter which order you kind of watch it in simply because it's kind of irrelevant in in my in my personal opinion no it's a shared opinion that there's there's very little if if no crossover whatsoever but i don't know which one came well no that never mind the spinoff would have come second i was gonna ask which came first yes but uh this one came first yes it did uh, but before that, if, um, you want to hear part of the wider conversation where we were kind of actually talking about the spinoff, the history for it between the cat returns and this and the points in between, as well as just having some fun and just in general, enjoying ourselves for the stream and, and, and just talking about us, you can join us on twitch.tv slash featured anime podcast for whenever we go live. If you want to talk with us, hang out with us and everything like that, we do have links to our discord where I do give a, uh, shout out, letting you all know that we're live as well as on our Twitter and you can find all that information in our show notes as well as on our website featured anime podcast.com. If you want to help support us, help us grow and, and uh, here's some of the bonus content that we do kind of put out there. You can go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, a dollar a month will get you access to that bonus content. Or if you want, you can uh, use any of the affiliate links that we have down in there along with the Koopa code for Tokyo treats with that link. It'll get you uh some delicious treats every month. It also helps support us and uh, it is very, very much appreciated. And now on to the me and brotatoes. Uh, Whisper of the Heart came out in July 1995. Uh, producer for it is uh, Tokuyuma Shoten. Uh, the studio for it is Studio Ghibli. It's based off of a manga. Genres for our drama, romance, and shoto sojo and it ran for an hour and 51 minutes sounds about right uh yes so i had to make sure that i I was reading the right notes (laughs) (laughs) um so this as as we had stated earlier is a is the kind of like the prequel to the spinoff doesn't follow the same characters. It only makes a life reference to the Baron. And this actually follows uh, Shizuku, a 14 year old girl who's really enjoys reading and writing and, and, you know, just kind of like taking her own spin on what I can tell spin on some lyrics or music. That's, that was at least popular or kind of popular at the time. Uh, when she's going through all the books, she notices a name that constantly appears throughout the books, uh, Seiji uh, Amasawa, and her curiosity starts to grow and she tries to figure out who this individual is. Upon her journeys and trying to figure it out, she ends up following a cat to 
this house where she meets the statue character named Baron, which is where we finally meet uh, meet the Baron. And she meets also surprisingly runs into Seji after she tries to go into the library after leaving that shop that's there. Uh, this end story is her journey of growth where she finds the person that she actually feels she has more in common with grows to understanding that character and developing that love relationship with that character while also trying to strive and grow herself to be a better individual for them simply because they are striving to be a better individual and pushing themselves forward as well. That's pretty fair. Um, I feel like I feel like the only thing I didn't like about this show or this movie, the story's phenomenal, made me tear up a bit, but the only thing I didn't like was the meshing of the music towards the beginning and the middle of the movie. Yeah, it didn't feel like it would. It was blended appropriately. That's what the word I was looking for. Um, I thought it was really cute as far as the <laughs> the storyline goes because the I forget what the main character's name was. She was going after. She was renting all these books, wondering what's going on with why this guy keeps beating her to all these books, and he must be a great. Uh, uh, person for all of the books he's reading it's very like-minded um i guess genres if you will stories things like that yeah and and just so that way you are reminded of who our main character is again even though i just said it not even a minute ago oh you said it enough shizuku shizuku yes i'm horrible with names yes you are that's okay that's why we love you So you can say it nine, ten times. I'll be like, uh, I need to write this down. Eventually you'll remember. Um, <laughs> eventually. Um, the boy really liked her, apparently. And to in, in an effort to get her attention, he rented out every book he could get his hands on and then donated some so that he'd always get there first and kind of annoy her. Uh, well, the donations weren't as weren't a result of that. The donations came before she started taking all of those out and then he noticed her yeah. her doing it so because it was, it was like oh this was donated a few years ago you remember who it was by oh yeah uh, so so you know you know so th- it wasn't that they they were donated because of her it was like they were donated before then i guess that makes sense i for some reason i just assumed that he donated those books specifically to try to get her attention cuz when she got to it she was the first name She's like, I got to him first. And then she realized that it was donated by this person. I was like, oh, okay. Well, so here's the other flip side of that, right? She could have been the first one to rent it out or or take it out since they've had a new card because, you know, they were having cards. It wasn't digital. So they had to use cards (laughs) like they used to. Okay. I can respect that. Anyway, um, he mentions that in order to get her attention, he did all that because he sat next to where he sat across from her. He sat like caddy corner to her just to see if he can get some kind of interaction going. And she was always engrossed in whatever she was doing. And I kind of liked the fact that over, what was it? Summer break or was it spring break? Something like that. Yeah. Summer, uh, summer break. She was like, I want to read 20 books. That's admirable. That's uh 
admirable is like not putting it strong strongly for me all right like you're you're talking to a guy that will literally take about half a year just to read a book assuming i actually make it through through so i mean like i can't even promise that i'll make it through don't feel too bad about it my i got my wife one of my favorite books favorite bar none I got it as a second date gift. So this is a few years old. Right. And she just finished the audiobook because she couldn't get through the pages. I'm like, are you? Hey, you know what? At least you consumed the story in some fashion or another. Look, I I can audibly, I can listen to a book. It's not a problem. Mm-hmm. I have such a long drive. I'll actually listen to, to podcasts and books and while I'm at work and working. And I'll listen to some throughout the day while I'm there. It's the the fact that I have to sit there and focus and read, you know, words off of a page without flashy movie colors and pictures and and entertaining <laughs> type stuff that that I end up having an issue. You know, I I, I, uh, I can read. I just prefer it to be <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> oh, God. Meanwhile, I read so much that my eyesight is failing me. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I hate to go back to it, considering how much love it got last time. But uh, I, do you remember something I might have mentioned before, Super Gene? Yeah, uh, you might have mentioned it. But you know what? Let's not worry about that, because that's not the point of this story. All right. Po- well, post. Post. Save it for the post. Save it for oh, the post. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. There you go. There you oh, go. Goodness. No, I just the way that she was reading, the the way the the times that she was reading seemed to be very tired, very poorly lit, at least in her own room. And <laughs> CJ, God bless you. <laughs> CJ says, "I will ban you from this episode, Rick. Stupid book. Save save it for the post show. Save it for the post show. Save it for the post show. Anyway." Um, she kept reading in these dimly lit areas, and I I was amazed that the only thing that they showed her looking was tired. Because usually Studio Ghibli is very good about real world interactions and stuff like that. But maybe, um, oh, that's true. You just brought one up where she's got a huge light on her. Yeah, for those who are joining us for the live stream, there is an image of uh, Shizuku looking down while she's reading, listening with some head, uh, listening to music with headphones on. Which, oh, no, this one's the part where she's writing. She's writing her book. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, kind of looks like the scene from Lo-Fi Girl, doesn't it? Yo. Coincidence? I think, I not. think not. But that's beside the point <laughs> and irrelevant of the matter. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. But uh, no, the, the Studio Ghibli usually overall has some really solid art. And and oh, um, big time, right? And although this isn't the more fantastical, the more you know genre or, or feel that Miyazaki has for it, and it's more so because he wasn't the director for this or the key animator for this. He was a producer. He was the storyboard. He created it, and he wrote the screenplay for it. However, the director and the key animator for this was someone else entirely. So that's why it didn't have the same 
fantastical magical feel that the studio Ghibli or at least Miyazaki films typically have it's because this isn't one that he directed that could make some sense but I think you mentioned before maybe it was just to me that this guy was a not a protege but he was learning underneath Miyazaki that was where the cat returns oh I was talking about the cat returns director oh gotcha gotcha okay that was where my confusion was. Um, regardless, <laughs> regardless, <laughs> this one kind of curious. Did you think you wanted to see the, what the book was about more than the movie? Cause the book itself seemed very fantastical. The book did seem very fantastical, which is why I feel like they ended up doing a spinoff of it simply because that fit more into the fantastical motion for it. Uh, however, it's not always the case for, for Miyazaki films where it's a fantastical type of setting. Uh, however, the animation typically tends to have a more, I don't know, it's, it has a different feel for, for me a majority of the time, honestly. And this, this did not, while it is a Ghibli, it did not feel like a Ghibli from the animation. Um, and, and that could be my own personal bias. I, I, I tend to think of Ghibli personally as a very fantastical animation tends to be very in, in general kind of like, kind of like a uh, fantasy driven uh, genre. However, they have done, we've, we've reviewed a couple where they weren't that, where it wasn't that fantasy driven narrative. Mm. Now I, I guess I can see where you're coming from. My point of uh, my point of contention or a problem I have with this anime this movie is the the volume, the music, the the sound more so than the the animation. I thought the animation was fairly average, which I guess is kind of surprising for a Studio Ghibli. It's not average for Studio Ghibli. It's just average, mediocre almost. But the blending of the music, the blending of the voices was kind of obtuse. I guess would be a good way to it would be a good way to say it. Um, just mm. not not quite there. Um. Yeah, I guess, I guess I I didn't really notice that. However, you know, for a majority of the music, it wasn't really prominent until it needed to be until it needed to be. And where they started singing a version of, uh, what is it? Um, West Virginia. Crap. Now you got, yeah, I was going to say, now you got me missing it. Um, yeah, their own little version of West Virginia. I thought that when she started singing it with the, with, the, the banjo, or not the banjo, the violin, and then the old man and his two friends came down and they kind of came together and made the song kind of pop. I thought that was really, really well done. It made me smile. It made me feel good. Um, take me, take me home, country you, roads. That's the name of the song. Take me home, country roads. That's it. Okay. Sorry. 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 It was bugging no me. I knew the song wasn't West Virginia. I knew it wasn't West Virginia. I had to look it up. It's 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 take me home country roads. Sorry. Sorry. No, no worries. No uh, worries. No, it, it didn't. I agree. It didn't sound right, but I wasn't about to correct you because I had no idea what it was either. Um, now, the, the, the song itself kind of has different emotional history with me because of other movies I've seen that it's very impactful the way they sing it. Yes. So it may be that bled over into this. And oh. when she was spoofing it, I thought it was done really well too. Go ahead. Well, yeah, no, I was going to say, I, 
I agree with you. You know, there are certain tones that you kind of view with it and play with it and her own. And obviously she can't really say or sing like a true meaning for uh, take me home simply because, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, she has no idea about the, the area the country or the everything having to deal with them. So her trying to adapt it for, herself, her own narrative, her viewpoints and everything like that is very well done for her, their own spin and their own co- uh, unique version of that song. And it, it was done actually very, very well. And the fact that you actually were able to hear her version of the song too, what with her singing it, I felt was very well done. It was, it was nicely done. The fact that you got to actually hear it was good. I agree. 100% I agree. Um, One of the interesting points I found, um, is it very common in your, in your understanding that cats just roam everywhere with, with no purpose, rhyme or reason? There are some cats that, that do that. There are some that do actually do that. Um, There's even a cat Island in Japan. It's just off the coast simply because, there's just so many cats that are on there. It's just an island literally of cats. <laughs> it's a, it's an actual problem. I, that's, that's amazing to me. Because like where I grew up, there were no strays. And if if there was a stray, it wasn't a stray very long. Oh, no, there were strays everywhere. Um, you just didn't see them. Not that didn't, I saw. Didn't, you didn't have to go far to find them. No. If only I could have, because I'd have had more. I'd have had more pets at that point. Yeah, my my <laughs> my wife constantly talks about about uh wanting to find just find a kitten just like once she's like i just want to find one once i just want to want to walk outside oh look a kitten there it is you know she's like she's always seeing on like these videos and and shorts and things like that where (laughs) where where people are finding it but that's irrelevant of the matter irrelevant of the matter but (laughs) but yes uh you can see where the inspiration though also for the characters because of the cats speaking of the cats you don't get the name muta till i want to say about three quarters through towards the end closer to the end where you hear the name muta for it and and the cat when you're first introduced to the cat you see it and you're like oh that's that is definitely muta that is definitely muta from from the cat returns Mm -hmm. you can tell colors different but the attitude, the look, the size, it's Muda. <laughs> and then you hear yeah, the cat later on called Muda. Yeah, now, no, it was really nice. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is uh, I felt like they were going to go that fantastical route when you first meet Baron, the Baron. Oh, 100%. 100,000%. Yeah. Especially when the eyes glitter and glint. Yeah. In a, such an odd lifelike way. Yes. Yeah. It was like, and they, they kind of gave it this like fuzzy look or where it looked like they blinked and she did a double take. <clears throat> it was like, Oh, is the guy just going to like walk away? And all of a sudden the Baron's going to come to life and help her on this journey. Like Jiminy cricket. And it's like, no, that was not the case at no. all. It's like, I was expecting a Jiminy cricket type situation to happen. That did not happen. Kind of glad that didn't happen, but also kind of disappointed that didn't happen. That makes sense. Well, I, I feel like the only reason we expected that or hoped for that was because we saw the cat returns. Yes. Yeah, that's because fair. They, we know how cool we know how cool and awesome it could be. 
And she definitely needed some help. Yes. So her home life seemed rather, I guess, usual for the time. But I, I just, I don't know. Did in your in your opinion, did did high school matter as much as it did here? And was it? I didn't think it was as easy just to be like, I'm not just going to do any schoolwork. Sorry. And no one bats an eye. Oh, they're doing their own thing. No. Uh, no. For, for me, uh, my high school homework typically resulted in tossing my bag on the chair and being asked if I had homework saying yes. And if it was done saying yes, and then moved on with my life. Yeah. But the difference between that and this is you somehow some way still had good grades. No, I, I no, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I, I most assuredly didn't. I, I, I passed tests. Barely, but I passed them. Uh, this accounts goodness. for 50% of your grade. Be sure to do your homework. <laughs> cool. Totally never did my homework. Oh, geez. We'll have to save some of this for the post show because I got something to say about that. Um, either way, the, the, the fact that the boy was able to be like, yeah, I'm going to go to Italy for two months to try to go for, um, what was it, violin? creation making violins yeah yeah Very but, fantastic. but it, it, you have to kind of put it in a context so at the exact same time he didn't just like he didn't decide he was going to do that and not get get the approval for his for it from his father where you know his father relented and said fine but put a very strict condition on it to where it's like mm-hmm. you, it's a sink or swim type thing and you have to do this if if you go to this guy and you apprentice under him for that two months and he says you ain't got squat for talent and need to give it up then you need to give it up if he says you have a talent for it and you're going to be decent at it then we'll continue forward with it as a good parent would but I just the, the freedom to do that even if you have your grandfather's backing even if he's got well maybe not I was going to say maybe this might be a unique situation where the grandpa knew a violin maker who was very talented, and he's like, hey, if he's got something, help him out. So I guess that is not normal. Not uh, Well, we don't know if the grandfather knew, I don't remember them saying the grandfather knew someone in Italy for it, but it kind of, kind of doesn't matter. Like, the, he's going over there anyways, regardless. So. True. Very true. I don't the, know. It's just... <laughs> sorry. I had to yawn. Um, yeah, there was so much potential with this that they did end up using later in well, obviously in in the Cat Returns, but the story between the Baron and his his uh, what was it, lost love, his his partner. Yes, that was unbelievably sad. Oh yeah, she's out for repair, but never came back. Yeah, and like, it, and it's like. It's it's also a little bit more deep than that, right? And and mm-hmm. and in terms of time frame for it and when it actually happened, because it's like the Baron's originally from from Germany. The the Baron's partner was sent out for repairs, and he really wanted them both. And so the guy relented on it, and the woman that he met out there, who he basically fell in love with, said. Hey, I'm gonna I'll I'll send it to you, but then roughly around the exact same time, World War II ended up happening. Oh. I didn't really get a timeline on that. Yeah, that they, makes sense. They 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 had mentioned uh 
the time frame for it where where it was like oh yeah no uh within a couple of years it was like they were at war and germany was at war and it's like oh no makes sense i just made i didn't make that connection that that does make a lot of sense though kind of cool yeah interesting indeed i just like mostly ghibli films they don't pay attention to the who done it or the the horrific atrocities there the, but that is story irrelevant that is story, well, yeah, but- it is story irrelevant it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter like like honestly that bringing it up in that context is it's like what would be the purpose of trying to go of going into a deep conversation about it you don't need to know about the deep conversation about it they they gave you a reference or timeline so that way you can kind of put two and two together as to why they never met up again why he never got it I completely missed on that. But well, now you know. <laughs> like now I do. Um yeah. Weird. Weird. Anyways, uh the story, the progression, the character building for all the characters, not just uh, Shizuku, but in general for everyone, it, it's it's nice, solid growth. You can't really go wrong. In this, in the fact for the progression for it, it it's not like it's a true li- uh, linear path. There is like some stumbling blocks there and all of it's within, I feel, the realm of possibility and, and fairly grounded. You know, you have okay. people you, making you comp- think it could actually happen. Yeah. Like in terms of like what's going on and the concessions being made or like trying to have these discussions with, you know, your daughter and it's like, okay, fine. You know, well, as long as these don't suffer, as long as you don't fall behind on all this other stuff, I don't agree with what you're doing. But if you mean that it's strongly for you, it means that much to you. You can do it. You can finish it if it really needs to be done, but you have to, you have to make sure that all this other stuff doesn't suffer. Now, do you think it's too far out of the realm of possibility to think that she did all this because she liked a guy? No, not at all. She did. That's exactly why she did it. That is exactly why she did it. That's why it had to be done so quickly. It was because of that. Oh, okay. I missed again. I missed that too. I thought she was doing it to try to prove to herself that she could be a writer because she read all these books and she was being called into like, not called into question, but it was questioned that like, why are you doing all that? What, what do you, what's your end game? Well, she sees him progressing and moving towards a goal and she does some poetry and some light writing and things like that. However, she never truly committed to it and she didn't want to feel the only one being left behind. She wanted to have a goal and a purpose in life as well. Moving forward, just like him, he had his goal. He had his purpose. He knew what he wanted out of life he was making the moves for it. He was striving towards it and him going to Italy to learn, be an apprentice, uh, vi- uh, violin maker for a couple of months was his first goal towards it. Going out there for schooling specifically for that is, uh, his end goal where he wants to be a violin maker, where he is renowned and known for it, where he's able to, help you know spread the love of music everywhere i got nothing else to say on that because that that's very concise all right well in that case sir uh i feel like this is a great great spot for a rating then on a scale of up to 10 how would you rate this this one 
for no other reason than the music blending and the vocals didn't quite match what I was expecting from a Studio Ghibli film, it's not going to be as high as the rest of them. It's probably going to be close to a... I'm going to give it a six. It's not something that I would rewatch um, for the intent of finding something new, but right. it is definitely something I'd recommend for somebody else to watch because the story's great. Progression's decent. You just got to get past the the awkward sound, I guess. Yeah. No, that that, that makes sense. Uh. Okay. Uh. So for me, hmm, I'm gonna give it a six. Oh, same. Okay. Yep. 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 Honestly, the way you were talking about, it, I figured you'd give it at least a seven. It's not something I would actually watch again. Um. I don't know. I've been thinking thinking a lot harder about how I rank and rate things, and and so I'm like. I'm trying to be a little bit more truthful or a little bit more accurate in my ratings. Right. So that's why I'm going with a six. Uh, well, that's why it's six instead of like it being a seven or something like that. So like the blending for it, not that great. Uh, the artwork, honestly, I felt I, I expected more out of it. I, I thought it would be a little bit more fantastical of an adventure for, for a Ghibli film. Uh, it really didn't get that. While the progression in the storytelling was really solid, I felt like it, it inched toward a particular path. And then it kind of like veered away last minute, like for the Baron, like they made it seem like he was going to be brought to life. And while they did quote unquote, bring it to life, it was in a fantasy style story that she was mm. telling. And then for parts of the story you were being told, it really kind of like didn't make sense. Like, okay, they're supposed to be doing this adventure. What's the purpose of this? It's like, they would give you a middle portion of the story or a small section of it. And you have no context around it. I feel like they didn't really need that, or they could have like surrounded it with a little bit of dialogue. Like the, so what's about to happen is X. And then you're filled in with like the visualized of it you know the so that we gain a better mm. understanding and and instead it just felt like it was kind of shoehorned in there i can definitely understand how you'd see that and i i agree with that as well um yeah. so all right well uh that's all that's all that's all that's right right that's all that's all that's it that's all okay i'm making sure <laughs> okay so uh next week's choice it's gonna be another movie uh, it's going to be uh, Kaisesan and the and Morning Glories. Uh, it is a movie uh, for obvious reasons, as we stated uh, in the pre-show. We're doing this, doing a lot of movies right now because we have a lot of things coming up. So we're trying to trying to make it as easy for both of us to be able to kind of watch <laughs> and get all our our ducks in a row at the exact same time. Um, but if you feel like we did something right, did something wrong, gave it too, uh, did it too much justice, not enough justice or anything like that. Feel free to let us know, uh, all our contact information and everything like that is available on our website, featured anime podcast.com. If you want to help support us, help us grow. So that way you can, uh, hear all the great and wonderful stuff that we're trying to do, get access to some bonus content and things like that. Dollar a month is all you need. You can go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. You'll get access to all that bonus content. And 
we also have affiliate links and everything like that for you in the show notes as well. Uh, clicking on those links or going to using our link for Tokyo treats with our coupon code featured anime at checkout. You'll save five bucks and it'll help support us at the exact same time. And it is very much appreciated. And until next time, I'm Jack. I'm Rick. And we'll see you next time. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.